Hey everybody, it's the Unredacted Podcast, starring me, Kurt Schlichter, here on Town Hall VIP. I'm with my very special guest, Drew Maddich, and of course, the beautiful Irina Moises, a.k.a. Hot Wife. Or... Chica's Bail Bonds. Or, uh, 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 also known in Spanish, uh, Wifo Caliente, which is (laughs) how you... That is how you say it in Spanish, as I as I as I understand it. Okay, we've got a lot to talk about tonight, uh, including, and I want to give you a little sneak preview. We're going to be talking about the possibility of Drew Maddich doing a town hall uh, uh, lifestyle podcast. We are. We are officially in development on this. We are in development as opposed to being in turnaround. That is true. No, we're, we're, we're fast-tracked. We're hopefully going straight to series. Yeah, so that's nice. Yeah. We've got a director attached. <laughs> <We've>, <laughs> you know, it's a pay-per-play deal. He's going to get a lot on the back end. Wait a minute. No, he's not a never-Trumper. So <laughs> let's take that off the table no, right we'll, now. We'll, we'll talk about wine. We'll talk about steak. We'll talk about... If, if live concerts will ever happen again, we'll oh, talk man. about all sorts of stuff. That's great stuff. Well, we're going to talk a little about steak tonight. That's oh, right. look, we're driving the children away. Yes, my children are running in fear because they hear that we're talking. <laughs> There's nothing my kids hate more than when I speak. That's right. So that's a thing. We also have Barky and Bitey. This is a two-year two anniversary of Barky coming to live with us. Which, uh, oh, yeah. which is great, and uh, Barky is a hideous creature of terror. So I bet, we're very excited. I, I bet Uncle Joe wishes he could have driven his kid away at this point. Oh, my gosh. What about that? Now, we specifically, although tonight we have, uh, we have wined and dined, and we're going to talk a little about that later. Uh, we've winded up, but we've avoided talking about the election. I'm going to let Drew start because I think Drew disagrees with me. So we'll get a little dramatic tension here. Let's see if we can meet, uh, you know, build bridges and stuff. Go let, for it. Let's talk it out. I mean, I, I spent the last two days in Boise, Idaho. So you should be super depressed. No, I, I was I was super charged up. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> super charged up. I mean... Trump flags everywhere, MAGA hats. I mean, I, I drove through neighborhoods. And that's on the liberals. Yeah. I, I drove through neighborhoods and saw flagpoles with American flags and Trump 2020 flags nice. on them. Um, you know, God bless and, Idaho. You know, Trump banners in front of, you know, um, retail places. And you would think because, you know, Brian Stelter's clearly a native of Idaho. Yeah, but, because he is a potato. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, I, mean, I heard it, I heard he tested positive for being a potato. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's actually trying try, starting a car service called Tuber Uber, <laughs> which not a lot of people know about. It's his thing. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, anywho, um, go go on. Okay. Please. So I so I come back to Los Angeles this morning. Right. To 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 see that that Trump is down seven points in Michigan and six points in Arizona and and all these other things and and I and I just start to I start to wonder what you know a if if the shy Trump contingent is enough to sort of overcome that but b if it's not what's the catalyst that's going to drive the news to the undecideds well, look. Or, or is that completely all irrelevant? Here is the, the, the Kurt Schlichter thoughts. T-H-O-T-Z. Um, I see one data point supporting a Biden victory. That one data point is a portion of the polls. Not all of them. 
Uh, I watch polls very closely, too. Uh, and there are some that have Trump doing very, very well, mm -hmm. particularly in battleground states. I don't believe the polls. I don't believe the polls because, A, proven track record of failure, right? Last time they were down this far. Last time. Uh, at this point, they were down this far. Yes. Um, and from about here on, it tightened up. But that And it is tightening up. It, it is tightening up, but there's... Last time we had the Comey story, and Comey came out talking about the emails, and Hillary talked about the deplorables. Do you think that drove it? Well, she talked about the deplorables yeah. a, uh, September 12th, because we were in Nashville at my uh, ex-girlfriend's wedding. And, and she thought we were deplorable. So. And oh, yeah. We, pretty much. She, I, yeah, she kind of did. I, I don't see it. That's a, why she isn't dating me anymore. It's been 35 years. A, I don't see that we've had that sort of deplorable news event. B, if we had it... Well, we kind of do. We kind of do, but the, I'm, listen to my B. Okay. My B is there is such a firewall in the press that is it going to, I mean... How's, is it going to break through? Is it going to break through? Let me ask you something. And this is a question I've asked myself. And I'll give you a preview of my answer. It's zero. How many... I, I have many people who I know who did not vote for Trump last time who are voting for him now. In fact, eager to do it. I have met, and I've been looking, and you know, I'm a military guy, I'm a lawyer, I, I try and get an accurate assessment of the facts. It's, the, the, it's, it's getting, they're getting soft. Oh, Sorry. We, we, have, we have chocolate almonds here. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're not talking about the penises of never Trumpers. Of bulwark. It's a different kind of yeah. soft. Yeah. Um, I, I, I've been looking for it, and I have been looking for someone who says, I voted for Trump last time, I'm voting for Biden this time. And again, I'm looking for, I want to find that person because if there are a significant number of those people, I want to find the information why, and then then I can act mm -hmm. in some way. I can address, I, I, you know, in my own small way. I have found zero. I have never found one. Have you found any? I, I've seen a couple on my Facebook page. Okay, so you've seen some randos I, on I, Facebook. I've seen, I've seen some randos who are saying, yeah, I voted for him last time. I'm not voting for him this time. Okay. You believe him? Um, you believe they voted for him last time? Yeah, um, that's a good question. Yeah, I probably do. Okay. But, but, you know, they were they were kind of softies last time, and they weren't going to vote for Hillary under any circumstance. Is this a, uh, do you see it as a trend, or are these people outliers? They're outliers. Okay. So... Here's the thing. If Trump is down 5, 7, 10 points, right? And we saw down 16 on a CNN poll. Mm -hmm. <laughs> CNN! <laughs> well, you can say that about Fox News. I mean, the Fox News polls aren't... Are... Fox News polls are a disaster, too, yeah. and we're last time. That's right. And if that's true, Trump was at like 46, 47 last time, right? Yeah, he's probably at 43. Okay. If he is lost, if what they're saying is true, well, he's down like about 40. Okay. So he's lost like six out of 46. Yeah. Which is like one in eight, one in seven. That's about 15%. Mm -hmm. That's 15% of people who voted for Trump. It's looking good. You would meet one. Yeah. You would meet like one in six people who voted for Trump last time, about 15%. And I'm rounding here because I got my only C in college in math. Yeah. Because uh, I majored in Coors and trying to get laid. If if uh, we had met some of those people, we'd have met them. Especially in California? 
Well, uh, yeah, but I mean, we have, we have reach. We we have social media. I'm talking to people. I'm doing uh, appearances uh, on video, mostly Zoom. And I am fantastic on Zoom. You can hire me uh, for your kid's party on Zoom. But uh, you're don't okay. Do that. That's no. that's uh, well, you know, kids need no, to learn. But kids need kids kids need a hard lesson. But you're also talking to the base. I'm also I am talking to the base, but I'm also talking to regular people, and I'm not seeing the movement. You would see, I would see at least a few people. I'd see a few here. Well, you know, Kurt, I'm kind of a sissy. I'm kind of not voting for him. I don't see it. And I, I look I, for it. I, I, I bring these things up. I'm, I'm definitely voting for him. Oh, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I got my ballot right in there. Tomorrow, Arena and I are going to sit down, and we're going to vote for every damn right-wing thing we can find. So, so Ted Lou then. What, you already voted? I mean, I haven't sent it in, but yeah. So Ted Lou's got your vote. I know what I'm oh yeah, for. yeah, yeah. He's got my vote. Are we voting biggest dickhead in California? Yeah, I think he's that's got what my it vote. Is. I, I mean, Gavin was close. Yeah. Because Gavin, like Ted Lou, is a talking penis. But I can't believe you voted without me. What if you're wrong? I'm right. Well, then how are you going to tell me what's right? I will tell you. This is a cooperative venture. I will sit with you and I will tell you. Oh good. <laughs> it's like it, no on all the props except for twenty-two. Um. I'm actually going to vote uh, yes on another one. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, we'll have to explore we'll that further. We'll talk. Okay. We'll talk. So, I, look, uh, you know, the, the, I think all the other indicators, except some of the polls, are pro-Trump. Trump's an incumbent. Incumbents tend to win. The enthusiasm. Bush, Bush in 92. Tend. Okay. So, if you, if you measure it across... You know, uh, 50 years, mm -hmm. it's usually the incumbent. Now, Jimmy true. Carter, George W. H. W. Bush. Right. True. It, 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 but that tends to go that way. The economy is improving. That tends to support the, the guy. We are not in any idiotic wars. And we're no. getting out of ones. These tend to support. Uh, the enthusiasm, you see. I mean, you look at Joe Biden, and he's got like five dudes standing in circles touching themselves. Okay. Aren't, aren't all of his voters shut-ins who are going to mail in yes. eight ballots apiece? Yes, and I, uh, but, you know, if you're going out to a Trump rally, you're definitely going to vote. Are you definitely going to vote if you're a Democrat? I mean, really, Democrats, look, I, 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 I again, it's a factor. It's not a decisive factor. Mm -hmm. And frankly, I, I would love Trump to be ahead in the polls. But I've got to ask you, what are the what are the Trump what do the Trump rallies do for do for the undecideds? I don't know how many undecideds there are. I think this is a base election. This is why I want him to drop out of the next debate with this Kristen Welker cat. Oh, you want him to drop out? Of oh, the I, third oh, absolutely, debate? absolutely. I, well, what I would say is, I've seen your list of topics. It includes the climate hoax. You know, we're going to be talking about the fucking weather. All right. I don't see Joe Biden's corruption as a topic, and I will not appear unless it is. And she is a Democrat activist. Well, where's where is Trump's chance to to show, you know, to to sort of move that? I don't think he needs to move it. I think he needs to generate the base. I think this is a base election. I don't look. Who's the dude who's undecided after five years? And well, frankly, is he smart enough well, to vote for Trump? It's, it's all those fake people who are on the town halls. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm an undecided voter who used to work as a speechwriter for Barack Obama. Yeah. 
Trump is a racist who supports white supremacy. How will you fight back against his reign of terror? Good Lord. I mean, for God's sake, you know, I've got a, uh, a particularly woke town hall coming out on uh, Monday. I'm trying to... Uh, we've got a super hot thing here, and I'm trying to not destroy my computer. Hold on. Okay. That's the beauty of live! And uh, I don't even know where the hell we were. Yeah. We just had a break there, and it's smooth as silk, that edit. Smooth as silk. So, uh, I don't that, know what the that fuck was I was the, saying. Well, that was the commercial for the Idaho Potato The Idaho Potato Commission. The Idaho Potato Commission. Watch CNN That's with Brian right. Stelter right. on Tater Talk. <laughs> tater, th tater Thoughts. What's Brian Stelter thinking? Who gives a shit? But here he is. Who's the guy who goes, you know, you know who America needs to hear from? Who? Brian fucking Stelter. He was voted Mr. Carbohydrate 2017. Wow. Yeah. He's pretty freaking amazing. So, anyway. Anywho. So, it's it's a base election. I, 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 yes, it is a base election. It's definitely a base election. And... I don't understand. I, I don't think there's any reason to go after undecideds because who the fuck's really undecided? Frankly, I think if you're undecided, you're probably for Trump. Okay. If you're saying you're undecided. Look, that, look, love him or hate him, Trump polarizes. Is, is that really, I mean, okay, let's say it's not 10% of the, uh, let's, say, let's say it's not a 10% gap. It isn't. Right. So is it really 4%? And if it's 4%, Trump wins because California's 30%, New York's 20% or 30%. Yeah. Each of those are about 10% of the country. Yeah. That's 5% of the country right there. You know, Trump may romp, I mean, Biden may romp to a... Uh, 60-30 win in California and that eats into his popular vote score which ain't a fucking thing that's right all I care about here's all I care about fucking Pennsylvania Michigan Wisconsin Minnesota Arizona Florida. Nevada Florida I think Trump has wrapped up okay I think Trump owns Florida I think he's on his way in North Carolina so you're not buying the whole senior collapse uh, there was a problem with seniors from my sources that is being addressed and the anecdotal address i've seen is yeah we were really upset about the COVID thing then we took a look at kamala harris holy shit yeah. i just uh i i think senior look i think seniors are gonna say holy fuck i'm not i'm not bringing this and frankly, seniors are hard as shit. My parents are fucking hard on Joe Trump, uh, Joe Biden. They're like, he's old and doesn't know what he's doing, and he's crusty, and he doesn't. He's he's totally out of it. And I'm like, I, 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 honey, you 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 know you were there. I was like, mom, dad, you're old as fuck. I mean, you you, you practically fart dust, but you're sharp as shit. You know, I mean, you know, I, I wouldn't try and put anything past you. I mean, you're old as hell. But you, 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 you're sharp, and they're like, "That's right." But they are, right? and it's like totally they true. Right. They're, totally they're like, "Yeah, we're old, but we're not demented." And I mean, the 
Well, your family had doubts last time. Your dad's a nice guy. Your, what your dad was, and he's like, I don't know. This Trump guys, Trump doesn't behave like a, a nice he guy knew, like your dad. But last time he knew there was no way in hell he was going to vote for Hillary. Well, so yeah, your dad came around, but, now it's like but he wasn't happy about. But now there's like no way in hell he's not going to vote for Trump. I th- I think people I think people have made the calculation. Your dad is a quintessential nice guy. Yeah. Great guy, super patriot, veteran, you know, uh, immigrant. And just he, he he very religious, just he he likes nice he likes nice honest straight up people, yeah. uh, and and Donald Trump kind of freaked him out. He was like I don't I don't quite know what to make of him. He's very loud. He's very loud. He's very you know people don't know there's two kinds of Cubans. There are the kind of jolly friendly very family oriented Cuban. There's fucking Rico Suave. All right, your your dad. Yeah, your dad is the. Uh, your dad is the jolly friend, and 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 frankly, it was like I'm. I don't understand this Trump guy, but he's had four years to learn, and he's seen that you know when it counts, Trump was there. Trump took care of our soldiers. Trump rate. Trump got unemployment down for every kind of American. Oh, I, I mean, in 2016, I just sort of held my nose and voted for him. 2020, I'm I'm walking over those. Yeah, those, hot, hot, those hot coals. You can hear the fire. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm walking over those to vote for him. Yeah, I've been saying forever. You gotta voted, speak louder. I voted. I, I've been saying for a while now. I voted for him last time because it, he, was, he was running against Hillary. There's no fucking way I was gonna vote for Hillary. This time I'm voting for him because he's Trump, and he's earned my vote. Yeah, he has earned. My, look, I I look. It's no surprise. I was on. Uh, CN, I was the conservative on CNN, the competent one, because there are a lot of fucking idiots. Because they would always try and hire the idiots. And then I was competent, I would go on, I'd always be viral, and they kicked me off because I was too, essentially too fucking effective. But, but I, was, I was not, look, I was not a Trump guy. I was never, never Trump. No, you were, you were a Ted Cruz guy. I was a Ted Cruz guy. And I, I, I was very clear. I am not never Trump. I am never jab. I would never have voted exclamation for Exclamation point. Oh, yeah, exclamation point. That fucking puffball. Yeah. But I was never, never Trump. And I, look, I, I, I was like, Trump's connecting with people. He's talking about things no one else would talk about. He's bringing up issues that we all wanted to talk about and no one else would. And I think that was huge. So I I happily voted for Trump last time. I wasn't holding my nose, but a lot of people were. You guys were. But boy, I, I mean, I think he's the greatest president. But I mean, I don't want to diss Reagan. Reagan took down the Soviet empire. That's huge. But Donald Trump is comparable in what he's done. I mean, he's just been the most consequential guy. In just and he, four years. In four years, and he's kept his freaking promises. And the establishment can't fucking deal, which makes it even better. By the way, Monday Town Hall column, the establishment must be destroyed. So fight the power, people. So so does it matter that the that the Hunter Biden story is not going to stick? I think it in is. In the next two weeks? I think it's going to get out. I think uh, the Streisand effect is drawing attention to it. What's I think that, what, what's that? What's that mean? Uh, Barbara Streisand uh, decided she didn't like people taking pictures of her house in Malibu, mm-hmm. her very big house, because she's a rich liberal. Uh, so she decided to sue somebody 
to stop him from taking pictures of her house, drawing huge attention to her house. Uh, that's kind of what this did. A lot of people heard about this. And, and look, if all you watch is Good Morning America, and I go to the gym every morning, violating the law br brutally. But and for some but, reason, but, but you wear a mask. Yeah, sure I do. Okay. Yeah, right around my nutsack. And you wear gloves. Yeah, right around my ass. And they have a couple TVs in there. One of them's always on ABC, silent. And they did 20 minutes on these fucking drunken rednecks who imagined they were going to kidnap uh, Gretchen Stepford, the mayor of <laughs> fucking whatever the fuck that state is. Oh, is Michigan. Stepford. Yeah, the, the, the governor of Michigan. Nothing about Biden. Nothing about the same. Oh, I, I, the there's, biggest, there's yeah. been zero coverage. But but it does get out there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it, 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 it's slowly going to. You can't completely stop it. Well, uh, Twitter, I've also Twitter, found that Twitter can try. Twitter can try, but it fails. Yeah. And uh, I'm now on Cloud Hub and Parler. I'm actually, uh, yeah, so I'm interested in these new venues. Um, I know Parlor. What's the other one? Clout Hub. It is a California-based uh, thing where they have uh, stuff that occurs, and uh, I'm going to uh, I'm going to be a part of it. Is that a is is that a, a, a Twitter type thing, or is it a what 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 kind of what kind of thing is it? Like, yeah, it is. Uh, it is a it. Sorry, let to get the gain up there. It is a social media thing of a sort. So they're all kind of different, but I think it's important. Uh, the, the nice thing is you can now post on all of them fairly easily okay. from one site. So I'm going to start doing that. Oh, is there like one place that goes to all of them? Um, well, for articles and things. Oh, okay. So I can do that. Uh, somebody's going to make a lot of money if you can get a thing. It's a social media poster. You know, post on Facebook and Twitter and all the other ones. That would be very interesting yeah. and a very good idea. That is a good idea. But uh, if I was uh, technologically savvy, I might try that. But I'm a fucking incompetent, so we're not we're not going to do that. In any case, um, so I'm generally uh, I'm generally optimistic about uh, Trump winning. I think we're going to keep the Senate, if only by one or two. Uh, I think Cory Gardner's gone. I think uh, yeah. Collins will keep it. I think McSally. McSally's gone. Well, you're in Arizona. Yeah. You know, those two are also 06s, both yeah. of them. Yeah. And it's like, I fucking hate other colonels. Well, but, but one of them's an 06 who hates the police, so. Well, I don't understand why Arizona is supporting a guy that far left. But uh, I don't either. I think a lot of it. I, frankly, I think of it. I think it is the uh, McCain contingent still trying to screw things up. Mm -hmm. John McCain has been a fucking disaster. He, you know, I think the last time, yeah, you know, he, he came back from Vietnam and it was all fucking downhill for fifty years. So let me ask you this. You know, you've got you've got this you've got the Trump polls that are far apart. You know. Yes. When you've got Cory Gardner and Hickenlooper, and then Kelly and McSally. Yep. Also far apart. No, you, no, Kelly and McSally are closer. 
But I think I, I think she's going to have a tough time closing on us two or three points. Yeah. Uh, Trump is running better than her. In Arizona. Yes, according to my sources. Okay. Which, which may or may not which, be good. Which which aren't the polls that they talk about on on television? For sure. No. Look, I don't believe the polls they talk. I don't believe any media guys' polls because a they're fucking liars, and the idea that you would lie about a poll. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Look, I I totally lie to cover up for him, to Joe and, Biden, but I wouldn't cover up on a poll. That's the bridge too far. And so the aggregate poll on real politics is a lie because it takes into account yes. those polls. Yes. Yes. That's what I think, and we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the votes will be there or they won't. Yeah. But I just don't see the data points that support that distance. And I could be wrong. Um, last time I thought Trump was going to lose. I went into that day thinking, I hope he wins, but boy. Uh, that's that's how did. I went into that day. And I was, I, was, uh, I, I was sitting at my election, I was sitting at my election night party in the Hollywood Hills. With a bunch of commies? No, with a bunch of us. Oh, really? Yeah. There were a bunch of us? There were a few of us. God. And you meant a phone booth? They still oh, have phone oh, booths? Oh, no. But, and and every, time, every time a state went Trump, our place went nuts, and you could hear the houses around us complaining that we were going crazy. <laughs> Suck it, bitches! It was pretty awesome. Oh, that's it was, funny. Yeah, it was great. And it was, uh, yeah, I, I'd, I'd love I'd love for that to be the case this year. You know, can he thread the needle twice? I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, I think he's going to take Florida. He's very close in Pennsylvania. Uh, a lot of people saying he and John, uh, John James are ahead in, in, Michigan. in Michigan, which I don't think is out of the realm of possibility. Uh, I think uh, a couple of the stories we're not hearing enough about are... Uh, Hispanic Americans going, wait a minute, I like this Trump guy. Black Americans, too. And black Americans, too. The most important thing Trump could do, one of the big things Trump could do to change things is to give black Americans a option of a second party. If both parties are now competing for black Americans, that is an unvarnished good for the United States. The idea that one uh, large racial group compo comprising about one in six, one seven Americans is nearly totally in one party is a bad thing. When when every party has to compete for that vote, that's a good thing. And if Trump can do that, I mean, you saw Ice Cube was going, you know, Trump's got some policies that are pretty good. He got a lot of shit. And of course, being Ice Cube, he's like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. I'll vote for who I want to. And frankly, I think... Um, you know, I think a lot of gay Americans, I think a lot of black Americans, I think a lot of Hispanic Americans are like, hold on, you think you can tell me what to fucking do? Now, I may not vote for him, but if I don't vote for him, it ain't because you fucking told me. I'm going to vote for who I want, motherfucker. And I'm going to listen to him and try him out. And I, I, I think that's good, right? Yeah. I would love to see him get 15, God, 20% of the black vote. A, a, a huge game changer. It would. It and, would. Uh, my gosh. But uh, uh, I, I think he's going to do very well with Hispanic Americans who are like, well, the economy is really fucking good under this guy. Well, if, if he does, then it's already closer than, than we think. 
I'm not sure the polls are talking to the people who are going to be voting. If you've only voted in one election in the last three years, or five years, or whatever, maybe you voted for Donald Trump, then you didn't vote again. I mean, that was the first election you ever voted in. Yeah. You're not a likely voter. And you're not getting picked up on their screens. Uh, anecdotally, I see a lot of people saying I don't take, I don't do polls. Anecdotally, I hear people going, I lie to pollsters. And who wants to hit a, ha a hassle? I mean, would you tell somebody you like Trump? Uh, you know what? I probably would. Yeah, I would too. I mean, I'm out and proud. Yeah. But there are a lot of other people who don't need the fucking grief. I mean, look, look, look at my Twitter feed. You're. I'm I'm kind of out there on Twitter. My Facebook's a little quieter, but I'm I'm kind of out there on Twitter. Yeah, but I think there are a lot of people who just don't want the hassle, but they don't also want you know my taxes are going to go up. No one under four hundred thousand is going to see an increase in taxes. Hold on, I own a business. If you make under four hundred thousand dollars a year, the the Trump tax re uh, tax uh, reforms allow you to basically have to, it's the same tax treatment as companies. Yeah. Normally, you'd be taxed as an individual. That's more. So anybody who owns a business and makes under $400,000 a year, by definition, is going to pay more. Yeah. They are lying to you. The only tax reform that the, you know, the only tax cut they want is for, you know, the uh, SALT stuff. State and local taxes, which would be great for us. I mean, I'd love to be able to deduct all the stuff I pay to California in state and local taxes. Oh, for sure, and take that cap out. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. That would be wonderful for us. Yeah. I don't understand why a guy in uh, Wyoming should have to subsidize California. I don't think it's fair. That's right. It's good for me. I make thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 a year. Mm -hmm. But holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. It's, it's not right. Yeah. I mean, it's just not right. Or you just take it away for everybody and have a flat tax. Uh, you could do that, too. Yeah. Uh, but then, again, the Californias and New Yorks would be outraged because they're not getting a effective subsidy. Right. So, anywho, let's talk about our stakes. Let's talk about those stakes. Well, first, okay. well, go for it. Okay. Share with us. So, I, I get over here, and Kurt has these... What, what looked like these dry-aged New York steaks sitting in a Pyrex platter. Yeah. That he has that he has basically soaked in bacon fat and butter. Yes. Yes, right? you are you are correct. Okay. That so that's what I did is I I, I uh, Arena made a wedge salad. I cooked the bacon. I yep. took the rendering, threw some butter in. Uh, and then I took that and ladled it on top of the uh, steaks, which were prime steaks. Yep. Uh, which I got as Costco because I have the greatest Costco butcher okay. ever. The, uh, this is Costco in Redondo Beach? Hermosa. Hermosa. No, no, no. I mean Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Okay. Whoever the butcher is at Costco in Hawthorne. Is a fucking hero. Is a, yeah, is a hero. Because these you things are like an, like an inch to two inches thick. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. My, my Costco in Burbank and Van Nuys are... They pale in comparison to this Costco. I can't find a better steak than the ones, uh, the Costco Primes. It's right. That's no, right. I mean, I, I go to the fancy places. Mm -hmm. They're not as thick. They're not as well marbled. It's unbelievable. And, and these had been in the freezer. Uh, I got them home. I vacuumed. Uh, the ones uh, we were going to eat, we, yeah. we ate. And I vacuum sealed them and threw, uh, wrote on them what they were and yeah. dated them. Threw them in the freezer. 
And for those of you on Twitter who are wondering how they were cooked, it's reverse sear tonight. It was reverse sear. Uh, what I did is I took them out about four or five hours before. I ladled on the beef, uh, the uh, bacon fat and butter mixture after I seasoned them with uh, Lowry seasoned salt, some Tony Chachery's Cajun seasoning, not a lot, but enough to give it a little bing, yeah. and uh, some pepper, patted it in, and then I left them in the Pyrex outside so they get to room temperature, uh, but I, I ladled on beef fat on both sides, yeah. or the bacon fat on both sides, and just let it sit there, and it came out, and they were kind of brown. Yeah, kind of brown, not like seared. No, in, in the way you'd see them seared. No, but almost, uh, almost like you said, dry age. Yeah. almost dry age. Yeah. So, he, he puts them on the plate. I cut through it with my knife, and it's like my knife was like two hundred degrees, the way it cut through this. Thing. Oh, it was it was like it was like butter, and it ate like butter. It was amazing. I cooked them at uh, two hundred seventy-five for about forty minutes. Yeah, uh, they were up to about one hundred thirty on the. Uh, 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 thermometer. Uh, then I took the remaining beef fat and I got that going. It was all smoky. I'd open all the doors. That's right. And one of the dogs hid. Yeah. Um, and in fact, uh, when I stuck them in, some of it splashed out, and I'm just glad the dog wasn't there. That That's right. Been, that could have been ugly. That's right. So that was the steak. The that wine. was the steak. The wine. Uh, the wine. We started out with a gift I got of a. Uh, a wine from a winery up in, that I didn't know in uh, uh, St. Helena, and it was okay. It was fine. It was a gift wine. Yeah. And we'd been talking about it for a while, and I, I, I put it aside after one glass. I said, tomorrow we'll have it with the baked ziti I'm going to make. And, and then, then you picked. And, and then I reached under the island. Yes. Where there's like, you know, 48 bottles of wine. I just grabbed one, and it was this one right here. I'm showing everybody. <laughs> uh, so it, it's, uh, y'all are going to know what this is. It's Dow Vineyard's Soul of a Lion. Wow. Which, um, which is their Cabernet, top end Cabernet blend. It was amazing. I just sort of picked it at random. 2015, uh, 20, amazing year. 2015. That was a good vintage. And it, uh, it's, it's worth every good word it gets. Uh, uh, Dow is a uh, Paso Robles wine. It's a beautiful place. We've been there. Uh, the guys also went to UC San Diego. Right. George and uh, I forget the Daniel. other guy. Daniel. And, uh, uh, you know, I talked about him on Twitter. And they, like, DM me. They're like, Kurt, I remember you from, uh, from UCSD. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> uh, it is. It was an incredible wine. Uh, just fantastic. Just a beautifully balanced just everything I like about a California Cabernet. Cabernet. Yeah. Just uh, it, it went so well with the steaks. Perfect. Just perfect. Perfect uh, pairing with steaks. Well, look, this uh, this leads us into uh, what we want some feedback from you guys on it, and I, I think Town Hall needs some feedback. You know, Drew. Every two weeks, Drew uh, and me and Arena get together, and uh, holy crap, here here comes Arena oh, with, with dessert. our dessert. Such a nice gal. Did you put chocolate on it? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> well, she'll go down and get the chocolate. But don't leave it next to the fire. We'll just put it over here. <laughs> You're yeah. like, yay! Yeah, well, you know. Oh, I'm my gonna goodness. She's going to get the chocolate. We're gonna put but we, we, always, we always make a uh, very special dinner. It's very often steak. It's rarely anything else. Though next time we're gonna do some pizza. We're gonna do some pizza. We're gonna we're gonna do a we're gonna do a pizza. We're gonna do a Pepsi challenge. 
Oh, a Pepsi, Pepsi challenge pizza. with pizza. And we're, uh, uh, yeah, that's good. I mean, that's, that's going to be fantastic. It's going to be, but, it's, it's going to be Geno's East. Geno's East. Those of you in Chicago know what Geno's East is. There happens to be one in Sherman Oaks, California now. Okay. A legit Geno's East. And, and, and we're going to, we're going to put it up against the local favorite Baroni's. I'm ready. And that's that's. I will be I will uh, lower and, my carbs before then. Uh, yeah, and we're gonna and we'll we'll find some Italian wines to pull out for this. Oh, I went in. Uh, I got a number of Italian wines. Just kind of looked them up, and it was hit or miss. There's some good ones. Okay. I love Italian wines because you can taste an Italian wine is different. Definitely. Uh, and of course, we went to Italy together. We did. And we went to Sardinia, and uh, holy oh. cow. Uh, I was right. So you guys got to think about uh, wine uh, wine tours with us. But uh, what do you guys think of Drew doing a, you know, I'd like to say a conservative lifestyle thing, but it doesn't have to be conservative. It just has to be lifestyle. Talking about wine, talking about steak, talking about hanging out, talking about uh, doing uh, fun things. Live music. Little pop culture, little live music. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. What do you guys think? All right, I need your input. Town Hall's interested. You guys, uh, I need your input. Let the town hall guys know. Twitter at DrewMadich.com. Twitter at DrewMadich.com. Or not .com, at DrewMadich. Yeah, DrewMadich. You can always uh, you can always tech me out. You guys know my super secret email. Here it is. Kurt Schlichter. Kurt.Schlichter at townhall.com. It's amazing. Yeah, don't tell anyone that one. Anyway, we've had a great time as usual, as we, excuse me, always do with you guys here on the Unredacted Podcast. I, uh, I look forward to hearing from you guys. Let us know what you think. We'll keep doing what we're doing, and uh, maybe I can talk Drew into doing his uh, little lifestyle thing. Say goodbye to Arena, everybody. Bye, Arena. Good night. And uh, we will talk to you soon. Adios. <laughs>